Hello and welcome to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I'm Dave, I'm your host, and I just want to talk for a minute. This is going to be a different kind of episode. It's just one of those, I don't have any notes in front of me, it's just something that happened last night that I want to talk about, and it, it's, I don't even know what the topic is. It's, I, guess it's, I guess it's just about sportsmanship and us as educators and as adults and as uh, if you are a, a father or mother um, just how we act on the uh, <laughs> in team sports and outside of school. So I don't even know what to call this yet, but it's kind of a rant, kind of a just a quick thought thing I'm thinking about. How's that? I don't know what to call it. But tune in right here. I'm going to give you a little transition beat so I can get my words right, <laughs> and then we'll get going. All right, everybody. So, okay, here's the situation. My parents, no. Um, <laughs> so last night was a playoff game for both my daughter and my son. So a quick, brief uh, history here. My son is in U10 soccer, and my daughter is in U8 soccer. And both games went to a shootout. It went to, um, again, we well, we won the first playoff game. We were both first place teams. Um, the whole year, we didn't lose one game. My son's team went 7-0-1, oh, and, and actually the team that we tied, it was a week ago, we're going to face tomorrow. Now, by the time you hear this, it's going to be over with as far as who won and who lost. Last year, we lost in the championship game. We, we went undefeated last year as well. We tied a couple games, and we lost in the finals, one to nothing. This year, we have a stronger team, I really feel like, and I, I just really think it's going to, this is our year, but I'm... I might have to knock on some wood right Hold on a second. All right, there we go. Now, my daughter's team, this is her first year playing. She's actually a phenomenal gymnast for her age. She's seven years old, and she keeps moving up in levels, and pretty soon it's going to get really expensive because she's going into another, like a traveling gymna- gymnastic uh, program, which, yes, is going to be really expensive. Anyways, um, it's her first year playing soccer, so she's kind of afraid of the ball, like a little timid, but she's trying out there. She's running around. She's having fun. And we won. Um, her game was first. It was somewhat at the same time, but her game went into a shootout at the end, and they won, which is cool. And so her game's tomorrow. And what really stinks is both their games are pretty close to the same time. So I'm hoping one gets delayed or something. I have no idea. Um, so yesterday, the main thing I want to talk about is well, I could, let me back up. On social media, I've seen some people post things, and I'm sorry, I can't. I can't remember who it was just kind of retweeting and posting articles about um, like joystick coaching or, or parenting. And that's when you basically, especially I'll use soccer as this analogy here, when your son or daughter is playing uh, sports and you're like basically tell them what to do. And, and you're not, I'm not saying they're listening to you 100%, but you know they need to figure some of the stuff out on their own. And I am definitely guilty of doing that. I even did it last night when my son is somewhat out of position. I'm like, David, over here, over here. And, uh, you know, I should let the coach do that. I'm not coaching this year. I coach baseball. I coach my son's baseball team for a few years, and he decided to go to soccer. And he is a phenomenal coach. Um, He's a good friend of the family. Actually, uh, he's the stepdad of David's best friend, and he's a former college (laughs) soccer player. So he's he's a great guy and a great coach and a great athlete. So... I decided to kind of sit back for a little bit and not coach, which is kind of fun. 
But I am definitely guilty of the joystick parenting where I'm kind of yelling at them what to do, especially my son. And I need to, st- I'm trying to rein that in, I promise. And that's one thing I really want to work on because I want my son to learn on his own. And that's what we teach our kids at, at PE. I mean, we, we want to put them in situations that challenge them and let them think and be creative and come up with the plays and strategies and passes and whatever you're playing. You know, we want them to learn on their own, not just be told what to do because then they're not able to really do that in, you know, pressure situations as far as sports goes. So we want to give them that chance. And that's, that's, that's one thing I want to talk about is the joystick parenting. I definitely am guilty of that and I want to try my hardest not to do that. It's hard though. It's really hard as a parent. If any of you are out there, our parents, I'm sure, sure you are. Um, it's hard. And if you're not, you'll, you might see it at some point. <laughs> So, here's what happened. The, uh, let's see, it was a great game. And, and I knew it was going to be a tough game. We didn't play this team the whole year because there's more teams than there are games, basically. Or, or we just don't see every team. But I knew this team was pretty good. They came in fourth. And I know the goalie. He's in my third grade class. He's kind of a bigger kid. Not, not big as in obese, but he's just a taller kid, a bigger kid. He's a really nice kid. And I have two other students also in third grade on the same team. And then there's my son in third grade, on, obviously on his team. So I knew it was going to be tough because he's the goalie. His name's Michael. He's uh, not my son, but the other kid. And I know he's a good athlete. He's a good kid, like I said. And it's hard to root against them because they're my students. And I'm rooting against them. And it happens quite a bit, actually. And I love seeing I see, see my students, um, boys and girls, in all different age brackets playing soccer. And when I was doing baseball you know they're at the fields and it's it's a reminder to all of us this is some of the points i want to get to is um we represent not only ourselves and our families but our schools i mean if if you're a pe teacher or some kind of educator you know you're you're held to a higher standard that's just how it is some people say well freedom of speech i can post whatever i want on social media well yeah but you're free to get fired too and you're not free from what you say. You're free to say it. You're not free from the consequences. And it kind of goes along with that with sports and um, being out in the community. I mean, that's bottom line. I live right next to where I teach. So I see kids all the time in my community. I see them at the pool. I see them on, like, when I'm going for a bike ride with my family or a walk with my dog or any of these things. And we represent, you know, what's best, hopefully, in our school and why they love coming to PE and why they love me or you as, a, as an educator, we should be representing that. And so I promise I'm getting to the story here. So the game was hard fought. We actually were losing one nothing when I got there because I was watching my daughter's game finish up the shootout. I got there, we're losing. We tied up 1-1 and it was just a dogfight back and forth, back and forth. And it's very emotional too because the referee who we've had before and he's a pretty good referee, he usually lets things kind of go. Well, he was calling everything, and it was getting a little kind of annoying, actually, because some of our kids are bigger than the other team, and they just kind of ran into us and fell on the ground, and we got, you know, not penalties, but they got free kicks and things like that. So uh, that's my opinion. But <laughs> anyways, so the game, it was funny. After regulation, it was still 1-1, and the sprinklers turned on. So we had to move to a different field, which is right next to the field we were on. Move fields, and... Two, we went to two double, like a double overtime, like five minutes, and then we switched sides, another five minutes, and no team scored. We came close, 
and uh, I went to a shootout. And in the shootout, there's five, you get five kids to shoot on goal, um, you know, one at a time, penalty kicks. And uh, we went first. We scored. They scored. I don't know if I have this right, but um, I know it came down to, well, we were up three. We, after, after five for us, we scored three. And they had two. And they had one more kick left. And it was actually Goldie versus Goldie. It was Michael, my other student on the other team, against our goalie, who's a really good goalie. His name's Isar. He's, he's phenomenal. And so it's goalie versus goalie for the win. And um, Isar stopped it. He saved it. And we, the parents started you know, like, yeah, celebrating. And then it was kind of silent. It was kind of weird. So uh, all of a sudden we see the coaches on their team. And I've heard some stories about them. And I, I don't want to, I don't know. I just, I, but I'll tell you what I, what I heard and then what I really saw and witnessed. You know, I witnessed some kind of, I don't want to call it unfair play, but kind of. When we had a free kick, they would just get in our kid's face kind of thing and stand right there. And then the referee would tell them to back up, and they had to walk it off 10 paces or whatever it is. And it was just one of those things. It was almost like they were trying to freeze our kicker, like a football kind of thing, freeze the kicker or delay the game. And it was really annoying because I kept doing it. And I'm sure the coaches told them to do it. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure. And, man, so after, again, after we thought we won, uh, after five kicks each team, we scored three, they scored two. You know, we thought we won. And and then, then there was, instead of celebration, there was controversy. It was the other coaches um, were talking to the referee and our coach was in there. And, and it seemed like, I, I made the comment, I'm like, is another Florida recount? Like, what, why is it so difficult? It's five kicks. We scored three, they scored two, we win. And uh, eventually the referee blew the whistle and said the game was over and we won. Now, here's where the real bad thing started. Well, oh, it was bad. It was, um, I don't know if you've ever seen this. I've never seen this before either. But after every game, win or lose, we, uh, after the team shake hands, the parents and, you know, siblings and, and whoever, you know, grandparents, make a, like a tunnel for the kids to run through. Both teams. And we cheer them on. Both teams, win or lose, doesn't matter. And, and um, our team went through. And we're like, yeah. And then we were standing there waiting for the other team. And they didn't come through. And we're like, come on, guys, come on through. You know, good job. No one came through. And as a matter of fact, the coaches didn't have them even shake hands with our, our team at, at the time because she was still protesting it. And she kept talking about, well, the video will show that we had extra kicks or something ridiculous. One of the parents said it, it, it was supposed to go to six kicks, which I have no idea what that means. I've never in any penalty or shootout have ever heard of, or even in Olympics or anywhere hockey heard of six kicks. It was five. Um, it was, it's not that difficult. It's simple math. <laughs> it's just writing stuff down and keeping track. And the referee had it right. So uh, what she, th this, this is what I, I was witnessing. I witnessed it. It was right there. You know, but I could, I could see it in my students' eyes. They were sad. They were hurt. They didn't want to lose. And, and it's okay that they lost, but everything else that happened after it was horrible. The other coach was, uh, it's a female. It was actually two females you know, yelling about how we'll check the video and this and that. And then one of them said, well, okay, we'll, we'll give you first place. I don't, we don't care. Well, that's fine. You can have it. And then one of our moms started going off about that. Like, don't you disrespect my kids and, and all this stuff. And it was just, it was just like craziness in front of the kids. And, you know, again, at, while this is going on, I just looked at some of those kids on the other team that I knew and it was just, they were, they were, they were hurting. 
and it was a horrible way to end their season. They, you know, eventually I think we shook, yeah, they did, they shook hands. They never got to, to go through the, the, the tunnel. Um, it was just bad. And I just, you know, I went over to Michael, um, and actually I, I didn't see one of the, stu- the my students, but I saw one, I told him good game, he did a good job. I went over to Michael, the goalie, and I, you know, I gave him a hug. I said, you played phenomenal. I mean, that was just a great, hard-fought game. And, you know, I want them to know that, that we're there for them in the community. I guess I don't know my, my main point of this. There's a lot of things I just want to say that, you know, just we, you know, I had, a, I didn't have to restrain myself, but I made sure, you know, I was representing my family, myself, you know, my team. But I also, you know, want to respect you know, I looked at my those students and that lost, and I, you know, I wanted to make sure they understood that, you know, I care about them, and it stinks that that happened, and that parents and coaches get a little crazy, and I don't know. I mean, we definitely won the game. We definitely it was no unfair, whatever, no nothing, no cheating, no nothing, but it just stinks how it ended. And I, I guess I don't know my my exact point, but just. You know, be there for your students inside a school, outside a school. Understand as a parent or even as a spectator that, you know, it's not just, you know, people being out for blood. It's just, it's just, it is just a game. Your kids are never going to forget. They might for, forget the score. They're never going to forget how you acted if you acted in a poor manner. So please do me that favor and act appropriately during sporting events or anywhere, especially in the community. You never know who's watching, but your kids and your students are watching. I'm going to leave it at that. Hey, let's do that. No cowbell tip of the day. No boomers. No nothing. You guys and girls are awesome. Take care. Have a great weekend. And don't forget, be a good sport. Show good sportsmanship. Demonstrate it to your your kids. You guys and girls are awesome, like I said. Have a great week, weekend, whatever you're listening to this. I hope we win our championship, though. I'll let you know. Um, But if we don't, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Have a great weekend.